Good evening. Today's daf is daf ayin tes in Kedushin. We're almost done. We're going to start from the Mishnah, daf ayin ches amud beis. Till now, the last few blot, we've been discussing the halachas of Yuchsin. And now we're going to go back to the halachas of, of, uh, of Kedushin. Okay, so the Mishnah says like this. If a person who gave Rishus to Shliach to Mekadesh's daughter, and like Rashi explains, we're talking about somebody who's a katana, a girl who's a katana, so the father has Rishus now to be Mekadesh, his daughter al Saktana, the Torah gives Rishus, and now this father went and sent a Shliach to go and be Mekadesh, a Chosen for his daughter. And what happened? And then, at the same time, the father went and was Mekadesh her to somebody else. So who, who's she Mekadesh to? So the Mishnah says like this, Im shaloi kodma, if his Kiddushin preceded that of the Shliach, so then Kiddushin, Kiddush of Kiddushin. His Kiddushin is a good Kiddushin. Why? Because the Grashi says is because he's Mevatl, the fact that he went and <coughs> took another chosen is showing that he's Mevatl, the Shlichus. Im shaloi kodma, now, but if his Shliach preceded his own, Kiddushav, Kiddushan, then the Kiddushan of the Shlichus is a valid Kiddushan. Now, the Im and Yadua, if it's not known whose Kiddushan came first, so then the din is like this. Shneim, Neistin, Get, both men have to give, uh, the, 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 both men might have to give the, the, the girl um, a Get in order to, correct. The father now, the father, the father sends, sends Reuben says, go and go be Mekadosh, this chasen to my daughter. Then the father changed his mind and went as Mekadosh himself, went to Shimon and says, come be Mekadosh to my daughter. So if the Shliach is first, the Shlich is goes first. If the father is first, so he's Mevatol, the Shliach, and now his Kedushin takes precedence. Yeah, in but that's not that's not the case in the Mishnah. No. means the father. I also, when I was preparing, I also thought that I, it means that he went and was Makadish, not himself. means the father was Makadish now to 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 uh, for somebody else, his daughter to somebody else. So now Shneim raised in get. So the halacha is that both give a get in order to render her permitted to marry somebody else. So basically, Reuben and Shimon have to give this girl a get because it's a suffix. Now, if they both agree, so then, one gives a get and the other marries her. Next case to the Mishnah. Now, before we were talking about the father, the girl was a katana, and the father first sent the shliach, and then he decided he's going to be Makadish to another guy himself. So there's different in him. Now, what happened over here? Here, a woman who authorized a shliach to be mekadesh her. To, you're going to be my shliach to be mekabel kiddushin for me. The girl tells, the lady tells now, uh, tells uh, Rachel, go, be mekad, go and accept kiddushin for me. And then she went and was mekadesh herself to somebody else. So what's the din over here? So, if her own kiddushin preceded that of the shliach, so her kiddushin is a valid kiddushin. And if the shlichus, the agent precedes her, then kiddushav kiddushin, and the shliach's kiddushin is a valid kiddushin. Now, if you don't know, both have to give a get. If, if they agree, so the question is obvious. 
Achayr is saying the same, the same case, twice. The first case is that the father sends a shliach and then he's Mechabah Kedushin himself. And the second case is the girl sent a shliach and then decides she's going to go and be Mechabah Kedushin from somebody else. So Achayr is the same logic. Why do you have to say it twice? That's the Gemara focuses right away. It's Shricha. It's necessary to state the with regards to the Kedushin is to the, the, the daughters, as well with regards to the woman who's Mekadosh herself. If the Mishnah taught the halacha only with regards to the father himself, so I would say, one might say that because a man is expert with regards to Yuxin, and his decision to be Mekadosh's daughter on his own, after having appointed a shliach, must have due to, let's say, the, 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 yuchsin, the yuchos of the man that he found willing to marry her. But with regard to a woman who's not an expert in Yuxin, one might say that her Kiddushin should not be considered a valid Kiddushin as she still intends for her Shtiach to be able to accept Kiddushin for her from a man with superior Yuxin. So we don't say that. Now, and if the Mishnah taught Allah only regarding to the woman herself, you would say that because a woman is particular about whom she marries, in other words, she's careful when selecting a husband for herself, therefore, she would have chosen the partner she deems more suitable and would not want the shliach to act on her behalf after she had found someone that she approves of. But with regards to the father, you would say, okay, he, doesn't, he doesn't really care. And he may authorize the shlichas in any case, so therefore, that's what the Mishnah needs to say in both cases. Okay, now the Mishnah says, now the Gemara says, as Itmar was stated. We have a Damaroim discuss the following question. Kitsha Avia Baderach. If the father was Makadashur on the way when he was traveling. And the Kitsha Atzma Beir. And in the meantime, she was Makadash herself in the city. Okay, so now the Gemara is going to discuss this, but let's learn Pshat and then we'll, we'll, we'll dissect what's going on over here. He was Makadash. He was Makadash for her, a Hassan, uh, while he was traveling. And then she went as a condition for herself from somebody else. And now, what's the case? When it came to Beisdin, Barahi Begeris, she is now a grown woman. So Rav Omar, Rav says, Harahi Begeris Tafaneno, she's a grown woman at present. And the father cannot currently be Makadashir. Therefore, even if he did, was Makadash at some point, the Kiddushin is assumed not to have taken place. That's what Rav says. Because the fact is, what are we dealing with now? You have a Begeris. And a father can't be Makabal for a Begeris. Says, no. We are concerned with regards to the Kiddushin of both of them. No, That's the Machlaikis. No, oh, so, so now the Gemara asks Amos. When did the father, when exactly the father, the Gemara is trying to understand, when did the father was Makabal Kiddushin? If we say it occurred during the six months, when the daughter was no longer, right, between 12 and 12 and a half. She has a state of a naira. So for the first six months, when the daughter was no longer a katana, so she has a status now of a naira. And then from 12 and a half, she's a begeris. So if you're going to tell me that it's b'seich shisha, b'haneim rav, hari begeris lefanina, would rav say, we have a grown woman at presence? Hashtahud um, It's reasonable to say that it's only now that she has reached her maturity. In other words, we assume that the status of a grown woman and in that case, her father's condition should take effect. Why? Since the father can be Mekadosh's daughter when she's an Ida. So Rab will not say that the father's condition is disregarded. So what's the case of her? If it's B'Seich Shisha, for sure the condition is good. Rab will not tell you that. How do you begin a And Ella, rather you're going to say La'achish Shisha. 
So you're going to say, okay, you know what the case is? After six months. So Shmuel's going to tell you that we're for the Kedushin. Shmuel clearly says that there's the status, the difference between a young woman and a grown woman is six months alone. And after which the girl has the status of a big heiress, which means her father can no longer be Mekadish Kedushin. So make up your mind. If he says, Shisha, you have a Shailan Rav. If he says, Naka Shisha, you have a Shailan Shmuel. So the Marsha is a very interesting case. We're talking about a case, the Kaddish Bahu Yemed, the Mashtam Shisha. We're talking about where he was Mekadish on the day that these six months was completed. Mamash on Yem, the end of the, the six months. Rav, Omari, Kibigar, Slafanenu. Rav says she's a grown woman at present. Midahash to begeres, since there's therefore a chazaka, since she's now a grown woman, but Safranami begeres, she was also a grown woman when her father's Makadashar in the morning. Perhaps it's only now that her signs indicated puberty came, and she might still have been a young woman when her father was Makadashar. So, so that's the case over here. We're talking about that they were. It was Mamish the, the, the 31st, the 30th day of the, of the six months. So Rab will tell you, the fact is, let's say uh, the, the, they came in front of Beis in the, in the afternoon. Begeres the Fanenu. Shmuel says, no, maybe in the morning she wasn't a Begeres. And, and like the Rashi says, before Shem say, it's Mamish a physical change. Mm-hmm. By 12 and a half, it's Mamish, mamish a, a, a physical change. Okay, so now the Gemara asks, it's very, uh, I'm, I'm going to rush it, but it's very, very long to Shikamara. Okay, Shmuel, so the Gemara asks like this, Shmuel, Maishnami Mikveh, in what case is different from the case of a regular Mikveh? Now, we had this case before, a very famous question, very famous Mishnah. That's now we learned in a Mishnah in Mikveh. This is a Mishnah in Pedic Beis, Mishnah Beis. That's now we learned. Mikveh Shinimda Vinimtsachasr, with regards to a Mikveh that was known to have contained a requisite, or, uh, a required amount of 40 sub water. And what happened? V'nimtzachasr. And now you measured and found the deficient in the quantity of water. So what's the halacha? So the halacha is like this. Kol tahari shinasu agab of the mafreya. All pure items whose purification had been performed in it. In other words, any impure item that had been purified through this mikveh. So then, what happens? Beim abim. It doesn't matter whether it's in Rosh Hashayachid. Which we know always the Shusayoch with the Gulda Khumra and the Shusarabim, which we always go to Kula, to me it is tummy. Now what do we see from here? We see that we look at the current situation. We don't say we don't say that it happened now and whatever the Mafreya is okay. What do we see from this Mishnah? That we say the Mafreya is tummy. Why not? The woman should be considered so the Khedo Elamai, we don't look at the current situation. So in this case also, the woman should be considered a grown woman at the time of the first Kedushin. And the second Kedushin, so now look like this, so the second Kedushin should not take effect. So the father's Kedushin is... What is Shmuel Shmuel? Shmuel said... I mean, again, the first Kedushin is garbage. The second Kedushin is take The question effect. is this. Shmuel says, Hashim Right? Why? Because maybe she became, maybe that day yeah, in the morning when the Kabbalah Kedushin, she was still a Ketana. So Shmuel says, one second. So the Gemara asks, one second. By the case of the Mikveh, Mikveh Shtimda Venim Tzachaser. What? You look now. That's why you tell me. All right, we look now. And now that it's Tommy, so it's Tommy, everything's the Mafreya. So the Kedushin, we should look now. So she accepts Kedushin, so the father's Kedushin is gone. We look now at the situation. Now the situation, the woman's a grown woman. So the Kiddushin that... She accepted herself is good Kiddushin. The Vikitsha Asma Beir, 
should be considered that, that too, like like Rav says, Ari begaris lefenenu, right? Rav from Stamba learns from the case of the mikveh. We look at we look at the situation now. So Gemara says this: Shani hosnik lemeimar. In the case of the mikveh, it's different to say why, because you because you could say hametamal chaskas of emelay tavo. You could say like this: since it can be said maintain the tamidik a person on the chazaka and say the status quo and it was not properly uh, didn't go to mikveh. There's a chazaka status of the item being ritually tummy. Um, and it's supported by the current state of the mikveh, which is now deficient. You had, you had the thing which is tummy. The tummy thing now went into the mikveh. You measure the mikveh, and the mikveh is chaser. So you say, the chazaka before was, we know this cup, let's say, was tummy, right? So now, so, so now you go into a mikveh, you tell on the mikveh. The fact is, this, this uh, okay, it's a lot of lundus, but the kids are, this uh, cup, Beforehand, I always look at, let's look at the pre, let's like, you know, like you say, like you go, you make a mistake on the computer, so you go like control, delete, or whatever, you go back, backspace. Let's go backspace. What was the backspace over here? The backspace was that I was Tommy. Yeah, Cheskas Kashers, but. Yeah, no, there is. Okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the Gemara, no, no, but the Gemara is going to go back for The Gemara says, Basically, we're looking at the chefza of the thing that actually was toivel. The chazak is that it's tummy. So let's see here. So that's what he says. So now the Gemara con- uh, continues to compare the two cases. Like you said. Adrabe. On the contrary. Hamin mikveh. Like you like, like, uh, you see you're saying. Hamin mikveh chazakoseh ve'emelechoseh. Maintain the mikveh adds this chazaka that it was known to have previously contained the required amount of arbo imso. And ve'emelechoseh. Uh, and say that it was not deficient at the time that they tabled. It only was deficient when they measured it. So, Freddy Gemara, one second. The fact is, there's a deficient mikvad presence, which, which basically counteracts the chazaka status that it contained. You have, you have the, the mikveh, but you measure the mikveh now, and you have, it's, 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 it's chaser. You have the, you have the, um, so, so that you have a problem. Then, you have, you have the, 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 the keli, which had a chazaka before, and then it was tummy. So the Gemara says, so the Gemara asks now, here too there's a grown woman before you, which would, which, which would counteract the fact that she was previously a young woman. So the Gemara says, the bagra. The fact is now she reached her begeris. The Gemara asks, there too, in the case of the mikveh, one can say, there's only now that it became chaser, perhaps it contained the required amount shortly beforehand. So basically, you're going back and forth. So the answer is, there, in the case of the mikveh, you have two reasons to weaken the possibility that the item is tar. Firstly, there is a deficiency in the actual mikveh. Second, the chazaka status is that it's tummy. Hacha, but here, by contrast, so here in the case, there's only one reason to weaken the possibility that she was a young woman at the time of the condition, the fact that she is now a grown begars. So you have one, when you have Tre so you have to take that into consideration. When you have Chadla so therefore Shmuel therefore maintains that her earlier status of a young girl is not bottle, and both Kiddushin must take, a, you have to go to Chorma to take both Kiddushin into account. Okay, so now the Gemara asks a question, is Shmuel... And according to Shmuel, Maishna Mechavis, what is the case different than the case of a barrel? The Tanya we learned in a Brisa. If one would inspect the contents of a barrel to see if it contained enough wine to continually uh, separate Truma from it, to to exempt other wine he had. So So now like this person, the din is like this. The person was being to the Chavis to be Mafish Truma. 
on, I, I'm going to use this uh, wine to be mafresh, let's say, on other things that I own. Now what happened? And then you, you afterwards, you, afterwards the contents of the barrel were found to be vinegar, which cannot be set aside as truma for uh, wine which is tevel. So, all three days after he had last inspected it, it's definitely viewed as having been wine, and any tevel wine for which truma was separated during those days is considered a good, good, uh, uh, good, um, good truma. Afterwards, more than three days after the previous inspection, it's a suffix as to whether it already turned into vinegar and any um, time, any wine you took for which truma was separated during those days is not considered as, it's still considered as, um, as tevel. Okay, so basically, again, the case is you, were, you, were, you had a barrel of wine and you were checking and you said, I'm going to use this barrel of wine to be mafresh truma and other things that I have. And then what happens? You check the wine 20 days later and... It was vinegar. So we say for the first three days it was wine. After that, then everything is vinegar. Now, before stating the difficulty of Shmuel's opinion, the Gemara first clarifies. And we raise a, shy, a steer between the halacha of a barrel and that of a mikveh. What is different in that here, with regards to a mikveh, the halacha is that the items are definitely tummy. And what is the difference that there, with regards to the chavis, it's a suffix whether the produce remains tevel. In both cases, the situation at present, side the mikveh being deficient, and side the contents of the barrel having turned vinegar, should lead to a definite conclusion. Just like mikveh were saying it's tomei, so the head of the barrel of wine as well. Who is the Tana that taught the barrel? Is Reb Shimini. Reb Shimini, with regards to mikveh, also considered <coughs> as a matter of subject rather than, than um, definitively. So basically, there's no condi- there's no steer between the Bryce and the Mishnah. Now, the Tanya was taught in the Bryce, called all pure items whose purification had been performed in it, any Talmudic items that had been purified through going to the mikveh that was found to be deficient, he'll say, we go is we suspend it. In other words, if the impure item came into contact with Truma, one may not partake of the truma due to the suffix, but it's also not burned as though they were tamei vade. Okay, so now, so that's so that's Rav Shimon. Rav Shimon says it depends. 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 Now, so the Gemara returns now to the question. But according to the Chacham Mohol, that in the case of the, of, of the mikveh, the items are for sure tummy. So with regard to the wine that had been uh, um, exempted from truma by means of separating the truma from the contents of the barrel, <coughs> that should be tevel retroactively, since he holds that we go at the current status extends to the past. And this is unlike the Allah Shmuel who ruled that in the case of the woman who was Mikadash to two men, it's uncertain to whom she was mikudeshes. In other words, why, 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 why is the case of uh, barrel different? Why is the case of, of mikveh different than the case of, uh, of kiddushin? So my answer is, um, shani hasam, there in the case of the barrel, you could say, so you maintain the tevel in its, in its chazaka. As when it first grew, <coughs> it was for sure tevel. And say it was not fixed. So again, right, we're going back to the same thing. Why do you maintain 
chazaka of the wine and say that the, that there was no vinegar. So the Gemara says, "Hari yichmas the vinegar." Hachanami, Hari begars the vinegar. So the Gemara says, "Hashdu the bogra." Hachanami, Hashdu the achmas. You say now that chera uh, say here too is only now that that uh, she's a begar. So now also became vinegar. So the Gemara explains again. Hashem talked to the Rosh In the case of the barrel, there are two reasons to weaken the chazaka that the wine is is um, is, is 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 taken. To, um, Truma, first, its vinegar is present. Second, the wine has a chazaka that it was tevel. However, hacha chodla yosudika. Here, there's only one reason to weaken the possibility that she was a naira at the time of the kiddushin. The fact that she is now a grown woman, Shmuel therefore maintains that her earlier chazaka of a young woman is not nullified. Again, and both kiddushin must be taken into account. <coughs> okay. So, shall we say that this is remachlekes tanoim? Now, the halacha is that a person uh, who transfers all of his properties to others without leaving anything for himself can retract his, um, a person, let's say, is very, very sick, let's say a goyser or whatever, so and let's say he transfers all of his properties to others without leaving anything for himself, he can retract it when he gets better. Why? It's, it's due to the chazaka that one would give away all of his possessions only if he believes that he's going to die. Um, so now we're saying that the Yerush that he gave was made by toys. Now, by contrast, if a healthy person gave all of his properties to others, he cannot later now retract what he said. The Tanayim discussed the case of one who gave away all his property and later, seeking to retrieve the property, claims that he was a geisus at that time. While the recipient maintains, no, he was healthy. So the Chayr is like this, me, meitzi, me, me. Who is able to remove the property from the possession of whom? So the Gemara says, "Who He is able to remove his property held by others from their possession without needing to bring proof that he was a goisus at that time. And they may not remove the property from his possession if it's still in the possession of the property without proof that he was healthy. This is the words of Yankif. So again, he gave away all of his property. What is this? What is this guy saying? No, you are a body. So he gets his stuff back. If Itaka was a body, the recipient has to prove that he, that, that, that he was a body when he gave, when he gave the, the, the matana. Dear Rabbi Yaakir, says, in body who, if he is currently healthy, the obligation upon him is to bring a proof that he was a shrimera. And if he is now a shrimera, he's on his deathbed, the obligation is upon him to bring uh, on them to bring proof that he was healthy at the time of. So the Gemara suggests. Let us say that Rav is with the pins of Nasan, that one's current status is, 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 we look at the current status, and Shmuel spoke in accordance to the opinion of Rabbi who holds that the question of whether he was a Shrimana remains a Suffolk, and they may not claim the property of, from him, even if he's now healthy. Over there, Yaakov gives the opinion that because it said that leave the, pr- the property in its previous status, so the property should remain where it is. But here, with, with regard to the question about a young woman becoming now a begar, shall we say establish the body according to the previous status? She, the previous status is that the, the fact is that the body was, it was due to mature. Shmuel says no. I know that I'm not I can say even according to Reb Nassim, since Reb Nassim holds his opinion that the current state is only there as everyone has a chazaka status of being healthy, 
So a person removes himself from this chazaka by claiming that he was a shechim and a goises. So now, it falls upon him to bring a raya. But here, as she removed herself from the chazaka that was present, there's no chazaka that she was a begaris woman in the morning. Let us say that the machlikas between Rav and Shmuel is parallel to the machlikas between these tanoim. With regards to a case where her father was Makadash on the way when she when he was traveling. In the meantime, she was Makadash herself in the city. And now she's a begedez, Tanachad. So one Brisa says, she's a grown woman at present, and her father cannot currently accept Kiddushin, therefore the Kiddushin does not take effect what her father did. So Tanidok, and I was talking another Brisa, Hashina Kiddushishneim, that we are concerned with regard to both Kiddushin. My love, Chad Kirav, Chad Kushmul. So we see that Rav and Shmuel, each one has a Brisa according to their opinions. And the Brisa says, no. Idividi Kishmul, I can tell you both Brisa's according to Shmuel. Kam be mach, mach chashtoi. Here in the Brisa is referring to a case where she denies his right. To be Mekadashir, as she claims that she was a Begaris woman from the Kiddushin. And Kamishay Mekashay, there is referring to a situation in which she does not deny his right to be Mekadashir, and therefore it's a Savik which Kiddushin takes effect. Now, the Gemara asks, Let us say that since the Brises do not disagree, the opinions of the Amaroyim, Rabbi Shmuel also do not disagree. One is referring to a case where she denies her rights, father's rights to be Mikadash, while the other one is referring to where she doesn't deny it. Do you really think that? the son of Menashe, performed an action in the case in accordance to the opinion of Rav and did not take the father's kiddushin into account. And Shmuel was very offended and said, He said that, in like a, sarcastically, is wisdom measured out to everyone in a small measure and measured out to this member of the Chachamim in a large manner? In other words, he was angry with Rabbi Yisav that he had the chuspah to rule against him in this case. And if you say that I don't disagree, I might Why was Shmuel offended? So the Gemara says, Perhaps Rabbi Yisav performed an action, and he did so in an instance uh, where he denied, where she denied her father's rights to be Mekadashur, in which case Shmuel would agree that the father's kedushin does not take effect. Rather, it must be that Rav and Shmuel did disagree, and Rabbi must have paskin in the case of a woman who did not deny her father's rights to the Kiddushin, which explains why Shmuel took exception to this halacha. Is this said? And who's the halacha like? The halacha is the that that uh, Rav says we're not chayshish to the father. Are you begaris lefanina? We look at the current status. With regards to a person who went overseas with his wife, um, now a person goes overseas with his wife, returns with his wife, and now he has children. He said, "This is the woman who went overseas with me, and these are her children." So, she's not required, he is not required to bring proof with regards to the yuchsin of the woman, since her yuchas was already investigated at the time they got married, and also not in regards to the yuchsin of the children. Now, if he returned with the, without the woman, and he said, you know, my wife died, but I had children. Maybe Raya al-Abonim, he has to bring proof that the children were born to his wife. And maybe Raya al-Isha, but he does not need to bring proof with regards to the yuchas of the woman. If he let now, if he left when he was unmarried, and said upon his return, I married a woman overseas. 
And this is she, and these are our children. So he has to bring a proof that he married a good woman, but he's not need to bring a rai on the children. If he said, I married a woman, and she died, and these are the children, he has to bring a rai on both. Yeah. Okay. All these, all of these statements that he's not required to bring proof with regard to Yichus so of the children are said in a case where they cling to her and treat the woman like her mother. Okay. We'll stop here by turning our button on.